All right, it's Friday, and that means we're continuing our Artist Spotlight series. These are our interviews from the Made It Meltdown event. Yeah, it was a great event. We had it at a place called A Shop Called Quest in downtown Los Angeles, where we got to talk to all different types of awesome creators. This week, we're talking with Julie Speciani, who does cash and carry. Launchpad Podcast hosting the Meltdown event here at A Shop Called Quest. I got to tell you guys, it is a long day. It is about 530. I've been here for like, I don't know, 100 hours. And I've been talking nonstop since. Uh, but I also, the good side is I get to talk to these amazing comic book creators. And next I'm going to talk to one who actually was really excited to talk with. It's Julie Speziani. Thank you. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Not bad, Thanks, right? Thanks, for having me on the show. Um, okay, Julie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, <laughs> comic book related. I mean, I you can get into like, details well, if you want. <laughs> when I was uh, born, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a comic book writer. I started taking the class from Jim uh, Higgins and Meltdown University like years ago. And my first comic was uh, called uh, By the Slice. It was like a zine, kind of like a semi-autobiographical comic about a girl working at a pizza place. Because mm-hmm. I was that girl working at a pizza place at one point in my life. You were more Italian than you told me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, since then, uh, I've developed or I've written more comics, uh, a lot of uh, short stories for anthologies, and then I was approached uh, by Sean Pryor via Twitter to basically write uh, a series that he had an idea for, and uh, these characters that he had been thinking about um, called Cash and Carry. Mm-hmm. It is uh, published through Action Lab. Volume 1 you could find on uh, Action Lab website as well as Comixology or Amazon, and it's about two kid detectives uh, solving crimes in their town. So it's kind of like a Gravity Falls meets X-Files. And Volume 2 is actually being finalized right now. And we're going to have a Kickstarter for Volume 2 in October. And Sean's going to be kicking that off as well. Excellent. Where could we find out more information about that? I know it's not starting still October. Well, what should what sites and, and who's... Social media should be keeping our eyes peeled for. Uh, definitely Sean Pryor. You can find him on Twitter and Facebook. Um, also, you can look up um, my website is gingerrabbitstudio.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Ginger Rabbit Studio, as well as on Twitter at G Spaziani. So, and I'll be announcing more as it gets closer to the date. All right. Now, one of the books that you have here today is Cash and Carry, right? Yeah. Okay, first of all, I'm from New York, and I say the name Kerry and Kerry the same way. So oh, for okay. me, it's very hard, just so you know, because I'm going to say both names, and I don't want you to think that I don't know the name of your book. I know what it is. It's <laughs> C-A-R-R-I-E. I just can't say that correctly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm from New York or because I'm an idiot, but I have a... Just let's go with the New York accent. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's... I would say cash and carry is what I would say. Okay. But it's carry. I'm like, it's only a slight difference, so uh, you can it's get away with so it. It's so... Living out here, I haven't lived in New York for a million years, so it gets are you, less. Uh, are you from the same neighborhood as Jim? Where's he from? I don't think so, but we are both from New York. I think he's from New York State. He, because his accent is thick. Mine has gotten better. Yeah. And especially like when I have the microphone, I try to be professional and <laughs> purposely. But like my last name is Corrigan. I said Corrigan for, I oh. don't know, 22 years before I started. Like people then write me 
it's the ARR, and I was like, oh, no, the, like I'm now making them seem stupid because I don't say my own name right. So I've really, really focused on it. Well, I have a bit of a Miami accent only when I go back home to Miami. You pick so. it back when you're surrounded by other Miami people? And, yeah, and then and then it comes out, and then my husband would tell me, like, you sound a little different, <laughs> and you act a little different, too. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> normal, though. My, my whole family is from New York. My sister was there longer, and she's loud as hell. <laughs> so, like, when she, but when she talks, it makes, like, when I say talk, talk is a New York thing. Yeah. But I usually am able to slip it by without anybody knowing <laughs> Now that we've digressed so far into my act, what a terrible interviewer to talk about my accent instead of your book. I'm sorry. Let's remedy this. Cash and Gary, yeah. you said it was a, a couple young detectives. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more because I know that there's more to the story than that. And I know so, our listeners will be excited. So Dallas Cash, he's, as we call him, a tenacious techie. He's definitely the one that's into conspiracy theories. Uh, he's the one that's you know thinks that there's someone else in on it. Where Ines Carey, she's a Latina, she's a captain of the wrestling team, but she's also more the skeptic. Mm -hmm. So definitely more the scully to his molder. And so when uh, they're solving crimes, and each issue uh, they're solving a different crime, uh, they get together and team up and try to put the facts together, but also try to see, you know, who else is involved. Is it a paranormal aspect to it? Sometimes oh. it is, sometimes it's not. So, are there crimes like, are there crimes crimes that a teenager would identify with, or are they that's like a, any like regular crimes? You know, like are they like someone stole something from the school, or yeah. is it like, okay, yeah, no, like that was like the first issue, like someone stole a mascot from the uh, neighboring school. Got it. And they're like, okay, but who stole it? And so there's a, a hint of was it like some spiritual element involved, or was it an actual person? So uh, for the volume two, it's going to be three chapters of sorry they're basically in summer camp mm -hmm. and they're doing color wars and so someone's botching the competition so these kids go missing and some things are not right so cash and carrie uh, dallas and inez um have to go in on it and be like okay we got to figure this out so it's real fun it sounds really fun and um this is not the type of book that i personally would read myself yeah normally uh, not to say that I would never read it, but it's not the book that I go to a store to buy. Uh, and I feel that the comics as, as, a, as an industry, but also as a business, has skewed so much darker and more mature lately. I mean, if you pick up any Marvel or DC superhero issue, you flip through, not only are there curses and at yeah. least allusions to sex, but like even the, um, the ads in there are for cars and stuff. Like, so what's your, you know, your target demo is so much older. With your book, Cash and Carry, you've shot way lower mm -hmm. for, I'm going to say, preteen to teenager yeah. audience. What made you choose to, to, to aim at that demographic as opposed to an older or more, you know, I'll say more mature in quotes, a yeah. more mature audience? Um, I think there's a lot uh, for all ages. And especially when you see, especially on the weekends, if you go to a comic book shop, you see a lot of parents with their kids. And they... Um, they're seeing a lot more all ages stuff like on the shelves. And I think it's a great demographic just because, yeah, it's fun. You, you get to reach to a younger audience and you get to like kind of play in a different type sort of sandbox, let's say. And mm -hmm. not to mention um, a lot of kids that they're reading, you know, they want to read more of it. Like once you get uh, like Raina Teglemeyer, like when she hit it out of the ballpark, like you could tell there's an audience there that they want more. They want more not only to see themselves in, but like 
for their demographic. Sure. And I feel that, um, and you and I had talked about this a little bit before the show. I, I grew up in a family that was like, I want you to read. I don't care what it is. Right. I, like, I literally was reading Stephen King books in elementary school. I was doing Stephen King books for book reports in middle school. Yeah. And my parents, and to give them credit, my teachers didn't care. They were like, you're reading and you're, you're certainly reading above level. But the same was true with comics. Um, and now as an adult and as someone who works with schools, I definitely feel that way. And I think that comics is such an attractive literary medium for kids yeah. because it's not a boring old prose novel, you know, and you're still reading. Yeah. And I think that's great. So I think creators like you who've, who've done this and done it with such vigor, like when you talk about your book, you're smiling and you're excited. Like, that's so cool to see at your table talking with people. Um, and fans of your work. I, I love to see that. And thank you for writing, you know, preteen and teen stuff. I think that's just so cool. Yeah. And it's been really fun. I mean, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback, especially when if I ever I do a signing. Uh, I know a lot of parents, they'll look at like the other like comics around and then they'll look at me like, oh, here's like mm -hmm. a female creator. And she has something that my kid could read. You know, yeah. that's uh, there's a pushability to that. So I'm kind of like, oh, this is great. You know, I'm, I'm loving it. It's super cool. Well, thank you so much, not only for taking a couple minutes to talk to me here, yeah. but also for coming to this awesome event, Meltdown event. We're talking about Meltdown memories. We're talking about comic books. We're hanging out in a comic book store. If you haven't done it in a while, get out there and do it. It's so fun. And they want you there. There's so much great stuff. There's events. There's amazing creators that you get to talk to about their books. So swing on down. Thank you so much. Um, can you tell us where... We can find uh, Cash and Carry as well as your other books, where we can find them, where we can see them, where we can buy them. You could definitely go to Amazon to find Cash and Carry Volume 1. Um, but for my other books, you could also go to gingerrabbitstudio.com. Um, you could also find me on Facebook and, like I said, on Twitter at G Spiziani. And then uh, I'll be going to LA Comic Con that's coming up at the end of October. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have a table. I don't have a table number yet, but I'll definitely send it out uh, through social media and let you guys know. Excellent. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of the day. Well, thank you, Matt.